Hello, g'day and welcome to Mike's Open Journal episode 29 now. Thank you very much for tuning in, for listening to the podcast. It's been great to see uh, more of the episodes being downloaded and listened to, listened to, listened by you guys as well. Uh, and again, thank you for that last episode to Matt and Wes. It was really great to hook up on that mega cast and be able to talk through as three guys that have experienced struggles with mental health and talking about the challenges and the opportunities uh, as well as the achievements for us as well. Today is going to be a little bit of, uh, I guess, kind of me chatting through some of the stuff that's been going on recently. Uh, so no guest today for this episode, although I do have two, possibly three podcasts that I'm going to record towards the end of this week. Uh, so they should be available and coming to you within the next couple of weeks. Um, for today, like I say, a chance to have a little bit of a catch up. Um, as I've mentioned before, I work uh, within education and I work term time only. So I've recently returned to my, I guess, my main job within a college, uh, having had the summer working somewhere else so it's been good to kind of get back into that routine of um, kind of having a one of those in brackets regular days at work it has it's been good and like I said it's, it's been a case of having that routine of um, getting up in the morning um, and kind of going into work and completing some tasks uh, where I can, going out at lunchtime as well and having a walk around for sort of 45 minutes um, has been really good. It's, it's been really busy at work. Uh, as part of my role, I've organised uh, the Freshers' Fair at college. So that's involved getting uh, all of the internal kind of support services that are there for our students together to exhibit and also having some external exhibitors as well. So it's been really good to put together, really exciting, um, really rewarding to kind of see that event come to fruition. However, it's been a lot of hard work to kind of finalise a lot of those details and, and getting exhibitors to come in uh, and also making sure that we've got students going around um, and seeing those stalls as well. So it's been really good. Uh, it's been really busy. This weekend um, has not been the best, but it's been okay. Uh, and I kind of knew it was coming to some extent because I've been so busy with work for the last, um, definitely the last week, but the last two weeks. Um, it has meant that I've kind of spent a little bit less time um, on myself, I guess. Uh, so I've not really kind of sat down and properly relaxed I've not really done any sort of just sitting and thinking uh, I've pretty much come home turned on the iPad or whatever um, had dinner and gone to bed so it's not been a huge amount of I guess like relaxation that's kind of fitted into something that I, I have started to notice where I seem to kind of surround myself with sound a lot of the time um, so I don't spend a lot of time in silence or in quiet and uh, I think I've mentioned this online so it's something a few people have said that they can kind of uh, associate with in that I'm not sure what it is because on one hand your mind feels like it just needs a break sometimes 
but at the same time the kind of the quiet or the silence is can be unsettling so you just need something on in the background it could be the tv or like a program on the ipad uh, a lot of the time for me it's a podcast just to have some kind of sound or talking there in the background i don't necessarily always want to interact with someone uh, but it's just being able to to kind of hear some sort of conversation or something going on i think that i don't know in my mind i feel like that's probably not a hugely positive thing to have all of the time because you do need that time to kind of switch off and relax uh, and just let your mind kind of run through I guess some of the stuff that's happened in the day or some of your own thoughts and feelings and I think potentially by always having that sound there it sort of prevents that to some extent even if you're not necessarily focusing in on that uh, podcast film tv show whatever it is uh, it sort of prevents that thought process I think in my mind taking place so I do feel like maybe that's some a kind of a, 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 is it a kind of a uh, avoidance I'm not really sure but that is what's happening with me at the moment I'm trying to have a gradually try and fit in a few more moments even if it's short where I don't have sound uh, what I've noticed with that is it's kind of ended up being when I'm walking I won't take headphones uh, but I'm then concentrating on my phone a lot of the time especially with uh, Twitter or Pokemon so again it's still not really shutting off but I'm working on it as I say work's been good with regards to having stuff to focus on so I look forward to kind of seeing how the next couple of weeks go now that big event has passed uh, this weekend hasn't been the best in the t- Saturday so yesterday I spent most of the day in bed not some of it asleep um, but still a large amount awake, just having real, kind of no real energy to do anything, no motivation, uh, I just kind of, I wouldn't say, it definitely wasn't chilled, <laughs> um, but I, I just laid in bed up until about five o'clock in the evening. Through the day, I had, uh, I think twice, kind of started to feel um, a sort of, uh, I don't know if it would have built up into an episode, but I felt a kind of a, some sort of fitting coming on where my twitches, my shakes, um, started to get quite heavy. I became a little bit emotional. Um, I just felt like I felt, I felt, I kind of started to cry, but didn't feel like I needed to cry or wanted to cry. So it was a little bit strange. That kind of happened two times, um, and then after that, I, uh, in the end, I, I managed to get up and I, I went off and went outside and uh, went and did some Pokemon for a couple of hours, which was really good for me just to get outside, get out of the house and go and do something. Uh, I probably, to some extent, just needed that time to lay down and for my body and my mind to have a bit of a break after this busy week, and I think it is those times when I am... Again, I'd use the term relaxing. I'm not sure that it's really relaxing. But the time that I'm not necessarily working on a task where you are a bit more, in brackets, relaxed, that I find my episodes or my um, kind of fits start to kick in a lot more. For me, that's particularly 
noticeable after I've had uh, a reasonable sized meal. So if I'm at home on the weekend, it can be after lunch if I have a big lunch. But a lot of the time, uh, it's in the evening after I've had dinner. I notice it a lot more. Now, I don't know if that's something that any of you guys can kind of associate with or kind of recognise. Uh, I don't know why that is. The only thought process I can come up with is that the episodes themselves can take a huge amount of energy out of me and I'm very tired after them so potentially maybe if I haven't had food maybe there's not enough energy in my body for that process to happen in the full extent I'm not again I'm not sure I don't know uh, but that's a possibility so I do kind of notice that um, which I guess it's good to notice but then I also feel like it's kind of dangerous because sometimes I feel like it puts me off eating a little bit in that um, I feel like oh, if I actually have a, a proper meal I'm a lot more likely to to struggle then in the evening uh, and then so I don't know that can potentially cause some challenges down the line at the moment I'm trying not to think too much like that because I've only just started to to realize that for me yesterday I also noticed that on those two occasions are there was an element of um I guess not acceptance but kind of just like a lack of fight to kind of put off um what was happening there was just an I guess a, a type of an acceptance of like this is happening um I sort of I feel like I fought it a little bit and in the end managing to kind of get myself to get up and go out um, was a really good thing Uh, and I feel like I was able to do that because I had been inside all day like there was more in me to kind of get up and go out whereas if it had been at the end of a long day at work or something like that I don't feel like I would have necessarily done that Um, but I'm taking that as kind of like a positive that it didn't escalate into more so that's really good uh so that's the last couple of weeks one of the other new things with me is i have got my first ever tattoo and some of you guys that have follow me on twitter or have read my blog will have seen a couple of the pictures so my tattoo is a triangle which is on my forearm the kind of i guess one of the reasons for the triangle itself is that when i was in melbourne a few years ago I saw a girl on a tram, and she had a a similar, well, it was a triangle. Uh, Hers wasn't quite as big, and it was definitely a bit quite noticeably thinner. Uh, And I really liked it. It looked really nice. I'm not a big fan of photos or writing uh, in terms of tattoos, just because I think if it's obviously meant to be something, then it should look a certain way, whereas kind of shapes and symbols are, to some extent, open to interpretation. I really like my triangle. I have noticed since that, uh, one of the lines isn't kind of perfectly straight and there's a couple of bits that come off of one of them but actually I kind of like that I like I like the imperfection of it um, I feel like that sort of also reflects where I am at the moment in that you know you're you're trying to be together you're trying to tie things up but you know we're not perfect um, and there are there are those blemishes on us and actually that's the character that we have Now, while I love that in my triangle because it sort of reflects where I am right now, if I was going to have another one, which I think is a possibility, uh, I would be apprehensive, I think, about going back there for something that involved a little bit more design, uh, just because I feel like a triangle is quite a simple thing. So 
I yeah, I'd be reluctant to go back for something that had a huge design. If it was something along the same sort of lines, I probably would go back because they're a really, really good place, really nice. Um, and like I say, to a large extent, it's good. But I, I like I say, I can notice that there's a little bit where it's it's not quite straight. That is probably me being quite picky, but like I say, I don't know. It's one of those things, I guess. Uh, for me as well, I think having a tattoo is something that I've I've kind of always wanted, but I've also never really wanted to get a tattoo for a couple of reasons. Because uh, I was worried about kind of having something on me forever. I wasn't sure if I'd sort of if I like something now, am I going to like it in one year, two years, three years, twenty years? Um, that consideration of oh, if I grow old is that something I really want on my arm or wherever I have it and I think for me some of those things have changed in that I think do you know what I've wanted this for a long time it's one of those things that before I would have put off or taught myself out of and I'm quite pleased that I've kind of put myself out there a little bit more I'm trying to do things that I want to do it's something I wanted to do um I'm happy with it I'd be happy to have it when I'm older um I do think it's also in my mind that I think, oh, do you know what, maybe I won't live to be that old, so it also doesn't matter to that, not that extent, it doesn't always matter in that way maybe. Uh, With regards to jobs and things like that, uh, it's, although it's on my forearm, it's not near my wrist, uh, so I'd always have a long sleeve shirt on for an interview, so I don't feel like it'd be a problem within kind of ascertaining a job. Then... I guess it depends on the workplace that you're in later on. I know it's been accepted where I am when I've rolled my sleeve up, so it's not a problem there, which is great news as well. So that's kind of a little bit of an update with regards to where I'm at. Uh, I've titled this episode Friends and Family because it was something I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit. I feel like it's an area that we've spoken about before on the podcast, on Mike's Open Journal. And uh, we've talked about when I've had guests on as well. And I think it's something that we might be touching on again soon. So I kind of wanted to start this discussion on this podcast and to some extent leave leave the conversation open for you guys to, to kind of ponder on it and maybe come back um, onto the podcast uh, or reply to me on Twitter or on Facebook with some of the thoughts that you might have about this. So for me, I have realised how beneficial uh friends that i've made online can be they can be hugely supportive they really get some of the stuff you're going through because you're able to talk to a community of people that have uh, struggled or experienced similar things to yourself or have a kind of a greater understanding awareness or openness to talking about those experiences for me, this can also be something that I find easier because they get to know you at a time when you are experiencing yourself as you are. I've found when I talk to friends that I've had for a long time, I sometimes struggle a little bit more because we've known each other for a long time. And for me to say, oh, this is um, what I've been going through. It's very different to how I was or how you perceive me as being before. Maybe this is something I've struggled with for the last few months or few years. Uh, and I didn't tell you then because 
Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't sure if you'd get it. I wasn't ready to tell you. Um, so there can be a lot of reasons why I think it's harder sometimes to to actually talk to those people that are around us. And definitely for me, it has meant that, that some of those friendships have changed quite a lot. Some people that were really close before are now not. Um, some of my friends that before were more like acquaintances have become closer friends because we've been able to talk in a much more open way about what I've gone through and subsequently found out that they have had similar experiences as well, either with depression or anxiety or OCD. So that's been really good to to have kind of had that opportunity to talk through that with them. I do feel like it does change your... It just... It just excuse me. It does change your relationship with some people. Sometimes it's for the best. Um, sometimes that's a positive outcome. You become better and closer friends. Sometimes it means that some people drift away. And I think to some extent you have to accept that. Um, and the main thing is... Uh, as with any kind of physical injury with this kind of mental illness, you do need to work on kind of helping yourself first. And sometimes that sounds really harsh, but I think you do need to to do that as much as you can. And your true friends will be there um, to support you through that as you would for them. With regard to family, I guess you could say similar things. Um, you kind of make up your own sort of family environment to some extent, I guess. Uh, for me, my family background is that my parents split up when I was quite young uh, and have both since remarried. So my, I guess my family makeup is probably quite similar to a lot of people actually in our modern society. Uh, but it's meant my idea of family, I guess, is quite different and the way I interact with mine is as well. So I feel that family is really important to me with regards to kind of having my own family. Although I would say sort of more recently that's probably changed to some extent with my recent struggles with relationships. Uh, so let's say historically... Uh, my idea has been that my family ideal has been kind of me creating a family rather than sort of the family that I have at the moment, if this makes sense at all. Um, and I think that's because that family is so disjointed. Um, my mum and dad really didn't get on when I was younger, so kind of you had to, your time was split between one and the other. Um, things like Christmas, you always had to work out who you were with at what time and that sort of thing. Uh, you had to split up your stuff and you could do things with one person that you couldn't do with another and you shouldn't really talk to one person about what you did with the other person in case it upsets them or whatever. So your idea of family changes quite a lot. Uh, I've known people that have um, families where their parents are still married, where their parents are separated, where one parent has died. Um, so I get everyone's got completely different backgrounds um, and it can affect us all in different ways. For, for me, I think it's just meant my idea of family is probably slightly different. Um, I guess to some extent, um, having spoken to um, some professional 
I don't know if they're, I don't think they're counsellors. I think they're, they're some sort of, well, I don't know, some sort of mental health practitioner. They have mentioned that the fact that kind of that happened when I was younger. And obviously, um, my recent issues with relationships and the breakdown of my marriage has, to some extent, um, probably all fed in together. And that will create within me uh, issues around kind of relationships, trust, um, and being able to, I suppose, form and sustain those relationships. Um, I think for me, that's probably a bigger thing than I realise and probably affects me in more ways. Uh, I know when we're children, everything matters a lot more than we think it does. Um, And for me, up until probably the last month or so I would have said that probably had nothing to do with what was going on and in no way has affected what's going on now but it might just be that that kind of sits on the back of what has happened with recent relationships Um, and it's kind of one thing after another sort of thing rather than that on its own so yeah family and friends can be difficult it can change quite a lot Um, with regards to your mental health and it is about trying to create that strong support network and realizing who you can draw on who can help you who maybe you can benefit from helping Um, by being able to do something for someone else you can get a really positive feedback with regards to yourself uh, and your self-esteem and your self-worth by being able to make someone else feel happy and help them achieve maybe a particular goal or target um, that they have that they want to do, or, you know, just making someone else smile. Sometimes that can make a huge difference as well. Oh, it feels a little bit weird to, like, say some of this stuff. And I think especially this episode where it's been completely, um, well, I say completely unplanned, to a large extent, a lot of them are unplanned. <laughs> um, but this one really was completely unplanned. Like, I thought it's a chance just to sit down and have a bit of a chat with you guys. Um, I was really pleased with the last podcast, talking to Matt and Wes. and wanted to have a have a little bit of a break, so I only put up that one podcast last week. Um, so it gave plenty of time for kind of promoting that podcast, as that was really great to do. And hopefully we get to do another one of those in a few weeks or months time that'd be really great to chat with those guys again and I think for me kind of a bit of a I I guess just kind of a funny period of getting used to being back at kind of the regular job getting back in that routine uh, kind of being really busy at the start and just seeing how that goes and the obviously for me like the benefit of having those tasks but also the negative of like really kind of pushing yourself in a way that you haven't had to push yourself for a while um and just get into that stage where you are kind of physically and mentally exhausted and being like that without having had any of the issues that you'd had a few weeks before and kind of being a little bit concerned about all of that happens. So I think I've been, I feel like I've been quite fortunate that I've managed to kind of work through this last week or two 
um, and it going fairly well or not as bad uh, and that's been good and although I had those um, kind of episode starts, those fits yesterday, um, nothing like as bad as they were before so hopefully that's a case of it coming a little bit more under control. I've also got a wellness assessment coming up soon where my uh, I guess like my habits, my drinking and smoking and eating, my blood pressure and pulse and all that business is going to be looked at, um, which is great. But to some extent, I kind of roll my eyes at that sort of stuff because I never really learn a lot from it in that uh, I don't smoke. I've never smoked. Um, I'm not drinking. I haven't drunk since New Year. Uh, I think I... I walk fairly regularly. I've up until the last month, uh, I run once a week, um, which hopefully I can kind of get back onto next weekend. Uh, I I'd say I eat a reasonable amount of fruit. I definitely don't eat enough veg, but you know we've all got weaknesses. I don't drink caffeine, caffeine, um, so I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea either. Um, no hot drinks. So. Yeah, like, all they can really say is have more veg, I, d- I don't know. Um, the blood pressure checkup will be really good um, to have a bit more information about that because I have been told before that I've got high blood pressure, so we can see how that goes. Uh, I've also got a workshop coming up in about a month's time, I think, for uh, emotional coping skills or something like that. So I think it's a two- or three-hour workshop, and it's basically... Uh, kind of an introductory workshop to see what would be covered over, I think it's a six-week six week period where you have a couple of hours uh, workshop each week with the same people. So this workshop that I'm going to is a chance to see what will be covered in that, um, meet the practitioners that would lead it and also the other people that would be enrolled on the course to see if I feel like it's suitable for me or if I'd be comfortable or gain anything from that so that would be quite good to go along and see um, what that's about uh, I don't know how much that will cross over with things like the CBT that I've done before with iTalk but hopefully there's a few different things in there I do feel like I get more from going to the workshops where I'm able to interact with other people that are suffering uh, with mental health issues just because that kind of opportunity to be able to talk through stuff I find quite beneficial in the way that I get to talk to you guys um, and that being quite different to talking to family or friends and being able to talk to people that I know kind of get it to a bit to a bigger extent I suppose uh, which I guess is kind of like a prejudiced or a, a kind of like a view that I hold in my mind that isn't necessarily true, but I guess I just feel more comfortable talking to those people. So we will see how it goes. Uh, I think that's going to be it for today. So it's a little bit of a, I say it's a quick episode, but um, I feel like I've waffled away for a while, just giving you a bit of an update on my life. And it's one of those ones where I talk a lot, but not really say that much, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so thank you very much for for listening in to my waffle a little bit about friends and family and what's been going on with me lately 
it's great to kind of keep up the conversation and be talking to you guys uh and just to have this opportunity i feel really pleased that i set up a podcast in the first place and kind of had that interest and that courage and that bravery to kind of put myself out there and to give it a go and see what it's like by no means is this perfect it is definitely not professional it is um it's a little bit more than a bit of fun um it's something that i do feel kind of interested in i am passionate about i really want to be able to use my experience to hopefully help somebody else uh, but also from a kind of a selfish personal point of view, I feel like this is a great way for for me to deal with or to cope or to help myself uh, with regards to my depression and my feelings and um, the way that I am to be able to sit down and write those blog posts um, for, for mikesopenjournal.com. A little bit of a plug there. Um, and to be able to do the podcasts where it is just me sat here talking sometimes um, into a mic. Sometimes I have a chance, uh, very fortunately, to talk to other people, to hear about and to share their stories as well, which is amazing. Um, and just the the opportunities and the experiences that have already come from the podcast. And um, a huge thank you to, to you guys that are listening in, to you guys that have come on to the podcast. Um it's it's great it's it's been it's meant a huge amount to me um so yeah thank you to everybody um i feel like a little bit emotional now and it's only episode 29 it's not even a round number uh, that's a bit embarrassing <laughs> um as i said please do um yeah please do go along and check out the website which has a nice um special name now i've paid that small fee to whoever i've paid it to um so i do have a website set up that doesn't have a ridiculously long address i can't remember so go along to the website mikesopenjournal.com um you can find information about a little bit of information about the podcast there Uh, i've also got my blog posts going straight up to that website you can find some of my recommended blogs and podcasts as well, which continues to slowly grow in list. Um, so do have a look at some of those uh, people who are talking through their own experiences with regards to mental health. And there's a lot of different areas there to look at uh, where guys are talking a little bit more about their experiences and their stories, their journeys, uh, what they are going through as well. I'm also gradually kind of uploading a couple of short videos. Um, I don't really have a YouTube channel, or I do in that I've got somewhere that I'm uploading videos to, um, but I'm not really promoting it in that I think I literally have two videos at the moment. Um, so it's a case of I'm probably just going to put videos there and then stick them straight on to the website with a link. Um, so don't worry too much with YouTube, but you can see some short videos on the website. Uh, I think the two that are up at the moment are just a welcome video and one where I'm talking uh, mid Sunday or Saturday morning run about a particular bridge and some of the struggles I've had when I've gone over that bridge some of those negative and dark thoughts uh, it's just a couple of minutes but it is it was a nice chance to kind of be able to reflect on some of the stuff that's happened and again similar to this um, good I think for me to be able to kind of stand there and talk about it aloud um, and kind of get some of that stuff out Obviously, fortunately, this bridge is over the top of a motorway, so that drowns out me talking, so I know that my voice isn't going to carry too far and no one's going to hear me. 
um, which I do think kind of allowed me to feel a little bit more um, comfortable with recording that particular video. Uh, and yeah, I'll probably put a couple more up soon. I'm in the process of trying to work out if I can record um, some audio on my phone and then add it on to a podcast. So I need to check that out soon so that I can maybe uh, drop you guys a little bit of audio from somewhere other than me sat at my desk. But yeah, I think that's it for this one. So again, for the third, fourth, possibly fifth time, thank you very much for listening. And please, please, please do remember you're not alone out there.